Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered, the best podcast in the world, the greatest podcast in the world. Number, uh, you know, okay, I don't got anything. It's the eleventh. It stopped rolling. It's the eleventh oh, best podcast in Turkey. That is true. That was what we were emailed. We're going to keep going with that. We were ranked the number one podcast on one meme page. We were. That is also true. We beat out Sit and Kick, so we don't like yes. Sit and Kick. You know what? That should be the intro. I was trying to think of what yeah. the theme of the intro to be. It's sit and kick. I, 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 it's so easy to just shit on sit and kick. Let's just use their intro and then tell them how bad it is. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> right, well, let's do that. Okay, so uh, here's the intro. I'm gonna, it's going to be edited in. Yeah. So, a slow, meandering affair. He wants to kick. He's got to go now. With Josh Kerr. All right, here David Ribbage. Josh Kerr. David Ribbage. Josh Kerr's for Begin real. Fastest D2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Ribbage. What did you think about that, Zane? I thought it was terrible. That sucked. Ever, ever how did you feel about that uh, intro? It was a little sloppy, I won't lie. There yeah. we go. There yeah. we go. So, so now it revealed itself. We have a very special guest on this podcast, Everett Silva. Right now at the University of Portland, 802 3K, 1347 5K, 29 10K, one of the main characters on the Ben Crawford channel. On the athlete special most clouded list. I don't think it's called the Ben Crawford channel anymore. It's not, but you know, what is it now? It's New Generation Track and Field. Am I Whoa. wrong? Do you know? Yeah, that was a change out. I didn't even I didn't even see coming. Oh yeah, I thought that was kind of cool how we like changed the Made whole the thing completely because it makes sense. Now he has you know a following. You know what? Let's get into that, but first, real quick, let's go ahead and roll our intro, which is a lot better intro than the Sit and Kick podcast. Yeah, much better. And (laughs) Begong. Welcome back, everybody. Running things considered. So we asked Everett, you know, what kind of the entry one. He said, "Don't ask me, because I'm going to say six nine. And that actually reminds me, um, back when I did TikTok in 2018, just making stupid videos, there was I, I wanted to use the song, a six nine song, Taddy. And so I did it, and it was a video of me more or less dancing in a handstand. I'm not going to go into that, but I used the song Taddy, and it was like an Avery Bartlett sound. And oh, right. I, I get back on the app like five months later and I see 1.2 million videos have used my song. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was a big old dopamine hit to my brain and the TikTok bunch of 14 year olds using my song. And now you're obsessed with the TikTok. I know. And were, you were doing a dancing heads, handstand? Uh, yeah, I, it's hard to explain, but you're going to have to explain that. That's <laughs> really embarrassing. Anyway. So getting back to Everett. So, I guess going right into it. So uh, Ben Crawford, I guess, renamed the new generation track and field. And obviously you can, uh, my man, Ben Crawford kind of helped you get pushed into the limelight of, uh, I guess, running social media, which is becoming such a big thing. And now it's new generation track and field. Um, kind of like, like r- run us through kind of how that, how that has been for you a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I like to say that I've always been a pretty interesting figure but none of us like me Cooper that whole group never really um we didn't really have anything to like aside from our personal social medias we didn't have anything bigger to kind of push us forward and then we were out in Boulder this summer and we had been there last summer and I was talking to we would like talk about how we should just document or like start making videos and um we're like Ben you have all the equipment you have everything (laughs) you possibly need like 
now instead of just taking pictures, I was like, just start recording. And then he did that. And like, all of us knew it was going to take off just because, I mean, from the high school days, people have always wanted to see like videos and stuff of us. Hey, picked up the camera and then, um, you know, I, I would say it speaks for itself because if yeah. I wasn't entertaining at all, I wouldn't gain as many followers as I did. No, um, for sure. But right. um, yeah, I mean, it's just fun. And the main reason I wanted to start making videos or just have videos is like 10 years from now, I'll look back and be like, when we were like 21, look what we were doing. And yeah, I mean, uh, summer training in Colorado is a, a really fun thing to do. So just to yeah. get back to me, it was sweet. For sure. And that, that was probably one of my favorite things about his videos is he really kind of did it in a way where it kind of felt like you were just like hanging out with the squad, you know, yeah. and that's why I think, you know, you fit fit in so well, because, you know, as you said, you've always had your personality. And I think YouTube's the perfect platform for that. And I think Ben obviously knows how to edit videos and make them interesting. Yeah, too. I think a lot of running content is pretty, honestly, like they, I don't know, I don't want to sound rude, but like, I just think a lot of people have some followers because, uh, just because there's a there's a need for that content you know like people are just searching out for specific content but it, it doesn't really have to have anything of substance yeah but like i feel like ben's always has had yeah like a lot of things it's that, more immersive i like yeah it's like theatrical it almost yeah it just looks better and you started a youtube channel recently didn't you i did i started in the summer um and then i kind of stopped for a while just because uh, my laptop's pretty shitty and i haven't got a new one so i can't edit with my laptop um and then I went home for uh, winter break and my dad had a camera that's a lot better than the one I had. And so I would just, had my friend, Eddie, he, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll film for you. And he's like, and we can just edit on my laptop. So I spent pretty much uh, all the time I was at home with him. Um, and obviously I'm still pretty new to it. I'm not as talented as Ben is when it comes to all that stuff. But so, um, yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to document my life. I feel like I was always- when Snapchat was really popular, like at its prime, I was always on, my stories were so long. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I like documenting everything so much, I might as well just put it on the proper platform. Sure. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. And that's really all it takes is documenting. Um, so as we talked about briefly before, we have Instagram speed round questions that are sent in from people on either Sidious Mag or maybe send them to you or to Avery. Um, so we'll just go over those real quick. It's literally the first thing that comes to your mind. Do not think about it because that makes it, you know, you don't want to be that serious. This is that yeah, serious. It's not that serious. It's not that it's serious. the energy back up. Yeah, that's right. So whenever you're ready, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three two, one. How many necklaces do you have on right now? Zero. Oof. Oof. Main college offers. <laughs> how many college offers have you said? Main college offers or how many? It's the first thing that comes to your oh, mind, whatever you want. Main, uh, Georgetown, Portland. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Cat, cats or dogs? <laughs> dogs, but I don't really like animals. Well, we'll have to put the animals away. Uh, shorts or half tights? I'm kind of leaning towards half tights right now. Hell yeah, that's good. You don't just go full tights every day? Okay. <laughs> On workout days. Yeah, On under. Workout days. What about long tights under half tights? Has anybody done that? Long tights under half tights. That's the new style. That sounds like some Tim and Elite stuff. It right really there. does. Yeah. Um, how long do you brush your teeth? Two minutes. That's nice. the exact amount of time. I don't think I ever reached the two minutes. You could mark. be lying, doesn't matter. <laughs> Worst place it's to like 145. 
<laughs> worst place Say to that again? Worst place to get sunburned. Ooh, the lake. Oh, I, I was thinking body. Hey, he's, 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 that's he whatever you want. Right. Right. Uh, favorite food? Uh, Mexican. What what type of Mexican food? What? Tacos. Okay. Any form of taco. Any type of tacos? What's your favorite meat in a taco? Uh, carnitas. That's the Pork. best one. I got the best spot here in Atlanta. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. You know what I'm talking about. Why are you so cute? My mom and my dad. <laughs> How hard did Avery have to beg to get you on here? Not hard at all. You <laughs> said really hard and you made him pay you a million dollars. Uh, dream sponsor? Kellogg's. Hell yeah. I just tried to be the Fruit Loop sales rep and I got denied from the job. So I think a bad position. It is, man. I'm telling you, Fruit Loops, if you're listening, you really made a mistake. Uh, what makes Boulder so special? I don't know, everything. <laughs> Seems like it it doesn't feel real there. I agree. I was out there for like a month. It was just like, this is a fake place. Um, there, there, you can't pinpoint anything. Yeah. Does alcohol make you faster? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to the long drink. Cheers um, to the long drink. And what is your favorite apple? Honeycrisp. Nice. nice. What did Allie say last week? I think it might have been Honeycrisp. I think you and Allie Ostrander have the same. That might have been the same apple. same apple. Spencer, Spencer, I'm taking your girl, buddy. Be careful. <laughs> Look out. Well, Allie's definitely, they're definitely listening right now. Yeah, definitely listening. I, th- yeah. I think Allie was, it's, it, she made it sound like all Spencer did was just like ask her like a million times, like, will you date me? And eventually she just said yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know if they were really dating the entire time we were it's talking. It's true. Could have been just like a, I think it's like fake. a brand thing. Everything, yeah, it's it's for Brooks. It's a Brooks, yeah. <laughs> Brooks PR. The Brooks PR stands for like some weird Brooks. <laughs> Probably uh, pseudo relationship. <laughs> pseudo nice. relationship. Nice. nice. Off the dome. Wow, that's great. Nice. Pseudo does start with a P. Um, so now we can get into this. Long drink is starting to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we can get into the questions that we, Avery and I, have personally. Uh, created for you again once we ask them they are related to your life in some sort of way so if something doesn't really make sense just dig really deep into the vast uh, connections in because because me me and Zane from podcast to podcast literally all we do is think about these questions we do digging that's right we we don't have a real job fishing into into your your past whether that be Instagram old Facebook whether that be your siblings anything we go we go we dig really deep yeah. And so that's why these questions are maybe the best questions in the world. And that's because it's the best podcast in the world and the number 11 podcast in Turkey. In Turkey. That's right. Are they uh, speed run questions? Or just no. no. So, so, so the idea is that you just start elaborating on them. Okay. Okay. So uh, it says, <laughs> are you ready? It says, which city holds the record for the largest organized naked bike ride? Portland. Okay, I right. witnessed it my freshman year. <laughs> How was I'm it? pretty sure I'm right, am I? You're right. You're definitely right. You're right. You're, ding, 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 ding. you're, you're so confident. Honestly, yeah. it didn't even matter if you're right yeah. or wrong. You could have yeah. said Little Rock, Arkansas would have said sure. Yeah. yeah my, my my older teammates sort of told me about it my freshman year in Portland, and I was taking summer school. And then my, some of my teammates hopped in. I didn't have a bike, girls. So I was going to go. <laughs> and it's just thousands of people mobbing butt ass naked on bikes just, <laughs> it looks so fun and i need to do that before i graduate that is on my bucket list 
And I know. Okay. <laughs> do you think you get suspended from the team, or do your maybe your coaches do it? I don't know. You never know. Uh, no, my teammates did it. They posted pictures of it. So wow, really? that's great. Is it that because yeah. like I'm, from like all the way to the on the other side of the country, that would be a, a culture shock going oh, on. That, yeah, that'd be as sure. an understatement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I could see it where I grew up in this in this like area in the city on Little Five Points. They would do that like no problem. But then like. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be gnarly. Somewhere like in <laughs> rural Georgia, there would be a- going through our neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, be funny. So. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure in in Portland, you're allowed to be out and about nakedly without yeah, being same tanned. thing in San Francisco. You can be completely naked at any time. Same thing in uh um, when I was in Seattle, that was that that was probably the the record for most naked people I've ever seen in my life. You know. Yeah, your body. I'm, I'm really Christian. Well. I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guy. Yeah, fun, fun fact, me, me, Cooper, and Ben have been to the Pride Parade in San Francisco, and there is so much nudeness there. <laughs> absurd. Well, where I, w- where I went to high school, uh, right here in Atlanta, right next to Georgia Tech, it was voted the um, gayest area in the United States my senior yes. year of high school. Yes. And so pr- Pride is always across the street from my high school, and uh, it's always a good time. I remember when I was at the University of Georgia, uh, I took my friend Charles Grethen, who was an Olympian in 800. Uh, I was like, come running with me through like my, my area. And I took him to Pride. And he was like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is literally it's a, it, it's a fun time uniquely. It's the yeah. odd fun time. Yeah, for sure. The catcher played, I think, a few years ago at the Pride Parade. Did she? I was there. Let's nice. just say that. Yeah. Avery gets wilder. <laughs> um, and in Portland, uh maybe i'm making this up or i'm just completely wrong does the university of portland not have a track team we have we don't have a men's track and we don't have sprinters we don't have none of that it's just the distance runners go and compete in track our women's team however have like seven sprinters and that's it so that's so crazy like I, do you so you have like a budget where you actually travel for track but you just don't have like more anything other than distance runners correct yeah i'm not sure how it works i just know that we have that yeah <laughs> that's pretty crazy that's like vanderbilt i was just like when I, I i was watching your video with ben just get in preparation for this and it said you guys didn't have a track team and i was like i'm pretty sure they run track but uh yeah it would be nice it'd be nice to have more people kind of like me Sure. I <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We can dig deep into that later. I can like know what you're talking about. Um, so this next question was something that I found because I do so much research all the time, just constantly researching. And you go for it. You know what? What were you gonna it. say? You say something. I, I was say, I, I was just gonna preface saying this this question when I first read it, I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? But then, like, I, I got an epiphany of, like, five seconds. So, it's a good question. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Are you giving me question. credit? When I, I was taking a poop when I found this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was flowing, my guy. It was flowing. Yeah. <laughs> my stomach's been hurt. I ate Thai earlier. Um, it said, oh, I love Thai food. Go to get volcano chicken at Siam in Decatur, Georgia, baby. <laughs> volcano chicken. Thai spice. Or they call it that. Yeah. It's flowing. <laughs> Lava. <laughs> There's an active volcano in Portland. 
one of two cities in the United States. That's something else I learned. Dang, in you're like the smartest guy in the world. It's true. <laughs> um, it says, so what I said is, where did the dance style popping begin in the 1970s at a track and field meet? Popping. Do you know? It's like the oh, It's like it's like the yeah. A lot of pop walking popping. At a track and field meet. Well, it, no. So what city? You can do it, the city in general. Oh. Is it in Oregon or is it just in general? It's in California. Dang. Oh, sorry. I would say LA. It has something to do with your life. You get one more. <laughs> well, you know, no, no. Fresno. It originated in Fresno. Okay, and it says that it's quickly spread to places like Oakland, Sacramento, but it was originally from the Boogaloo movement, like Africa Bambata and Run DMC ended up popularizing it, but it started at the West Coast Relays in Fresno. And oh, at the West Coast Relays in the 36, um, in like the 40 years it's been a thing, OJ Simpson has competed at the, and there's been 36 world records that have been set at that meet, which I thought was pretty cool. That 36 like, world records and popping pop walking and popping also (laughs) which i think is pretty cool and if the listeners don't know what like popping is just it's like the it's like it's like it's like the white guy in the middle yeah you just bend over break dancing (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's a that's a fun fact now going back to uh fresno fresno california yeah so i just did a little bit of research and it kind of seemed that i guess like you didn't have like i don't know too much of like a structure going into your high school track track team uh sounds like a lot of it was on your own shoulders kind of walk us through that and that experience growing up yeah so i mean i was i was born a soccer player i grew up into a soccer family my whole family played soccer um i started running in sixth grade just hanging out with my friends and then i didn't run seventh grade i ran eighth grade again because someone said that they were like oh there's this one kid he's like the fastest kid at school I've met, I've always been really competitive. And I was like, well, we'll see how fast he really is. And the, he was this black kid. He's my friend now, Mahmoud. Um, I, he didn't join that year, but I ran. I'm pretty sure I was the fastest kid to ever walk through that school. And then <laughs> I didn't run, I didn't run my freshman year of high school because I didn't go to like my intended high school. So like, I was kind of shy at some points. Like I didn't want to go to like certain classes, fill out a packet and meet new people, whatever. And then I transferred and then so sophomore year I started um, the condition for soccer and I had this back injury that had started from eighth grade up until my sophomore year that would not let me go through like the ranges of motion of soccer and and it got to a point where I was on the bench my sophomore year in preseason and everybody knows if you're not if you're not starting in preseason you're not starting at all and I'd never been a bench I'd never been a bench warmer and my back was not getting any better and I was like I think I'm going to have to hang him up. And so I went, tried out for cross country. Um, same thing. They were like, oh, yeah, we have this one kid who's, like, really, really good. So we'll see how good he is. And then I was terrible, though. Like, I met, my PR was 17.22. And then are you, are you guys familiar with Lalo Herrera? Yeah, from Colorado. Yeah, so he's from Madero, which is, like, 30 minutes from Fresno. Okay. I remember going to our section meet to qualify to state. Um, my sophomore year, he won it like a breeze. And then he was just getting flooded with like cameras and interviews afterwards. And I was just like, from a distance, just watching. And I was like, that, I was like, I want to experience that. Sure. And that moment right there, like literally 
I started going on the internet, just searching out like how do you run faster, how, everything. Like my coaches suck. Like Fresno is not known for running. Sure. Like the Central Valley isn't known for running. So I spent so much time on the internet just trying to figure out how to run fast and what to do. And I learned you're supposed to run on the weekends and over the summer and stuff. So <laughs> like, I, I like to think I'm naturally, like I'm pretty good um, just like off natural talent. Yeah. And then, so it just took a while of like trying new things and starting to run for longer. And eventually I started dropping my times by a lot. And then I, I found Lala on Instagram and then it recommended like Austin Tamagna and Grant Fisher and Drew Hunter. And I started following everyone. And then that's how I learned about like NXN, Foot Locker. And I was like, what even are these things? I realized that there's so much more outside of this, like a local competition. And then I was like, well, um, my junior year, Lalo made it to NXN. And I seen he got a backpack with his name on it. <laughs> I want one of those. I was like, I want one of those too. And sure enough, like that was... Everything I saw people accomplishing a, a, like above me, I always wanted to do. Yeah. So I somehow would just like literally do everything I could to try and make it happen. And so you, you, and were, it you worked out. Your, were you writing your own workouts and like all that? Or were you kind of going off your coach and just doing more? Um, so I, we didn't really do workouts my sophomore year. We would do like it, strides were workouts essentially like right. twice a week. Um. But my junior year, my assistant coach took over the head distance position in track. And then that's when we actually started doing like intervals and stuff. But we only did like a, a couple of them. So it wasn't until my junior year summer going into my senior year where I actually started doing like workouts like twice a week. Um, and they weren't really structured. Um, but my coach would kind of come up with basic workouts like some 400s, 800s, and 1200s and so on. So. Yeah. But a lot of the time I would like, I would look at workouts or find workouts and stuff and kind of just like and send them to my coach and be like, can we do something along the lines of this? Yeah. And then we'd do it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of it was, if it wasn't for me, like being dedicated to trying to get better, I wouldn't have gotten sure. better. Yeah. I mean, I think um, where I, my high school, I was the only distance runner that's like literally ever went to my high school uh, right in the city. And I mean, I think you too were definitely a student of the sport. Like once I saw people running fast, like that was kind of what I wanted to do. And I didn't have, I coached myself and um, it was just like fun to learn about the sport, like the history of the sport, like how to run yeah. certain workouts and just like, and I also think it's good to not like overwork yourself in high school, like just learning about workouts, like real stuff. And like yeah. your years, like, honestly, sometimes that's like the better way to go because you're not burnt out and yeah. just like enjoy the sport. So uh, unpopular opinion i think it's a it's a greater thing to not go to a program or like like say all the everyone knows like the best high school programs like if kids go here like there's always going to be good kids coming out of here and stuff but then those kids get to college and then they sure. know where to be seen yeah um, and i'm not going to name any names because i don't want to throw shade a lot sure. of people are my friends. i mean there's a lot there's of programs like right. that in georgia and, and, and yeah. we're just looking at like your miles to like going back into um like your california state meet and like you you ran like i don't know what year this was but you like ran 902 and got ninth place which is just like ridiculous and like yeah. all those guys ahead of you don't you know, i think i recognized like you cooper Kier, and uh luis i'm gonna say his last name Gravolja. yeah yeah and so i mean there's like a big mix of guys i'm sure going going to those schools where the coaches were like really good 
but they kind of put yeah. all their eggs into high school. And so sure. those guys didn't. Well, what I think is interesting yeah. too about California is that obviously the state is gigantic. And so once you all converge on like the state meet, it's just like, it's, it's, it's wild. Insane. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. In, in track, there's no division barrier. So it's like, it's all in one race and cross country there's divisions, but um, yeah. And that's also a different thing. Like in California, you have to, if you want to be noticed at all, you got to be going up against or be close to the guys up front, which at that time it was like Cooper, Callum, Michael Renault, Louise. Yeah, that's why everyone so <laughs> opposed yeah, to that, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that state you when I had my breakout um performance that like yeah I knew I was destined to do something really good my senior year. Yeah. No, it's solid. Yeah, I mean, I think George is pretty solid. Well, I, I was just saying as far as divisions go, you got like, oh, we were like, two, you, there's like nine champion. divisions. And so like, you can be a state champion running 1020, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know? That was always annoying because I, <laughs> I remember I barely won in 152 in the eight. And then like, there was like the section A private and they were running like 205 and the guy was like flexing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Don't do that. Yeah, like. I, I could have been a state champion like Wyoming, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could have been a state champion in a lot of places. <laughs> um, but, you know, traded off for running well in college. Um, <laughs> so you wrote this question. Yeah, this next question, it's it's a little random. It's, it's kind of, all right, let's just get into it. So next question. Which company, now known for its city-to-city -city bus transport business, <laughs> Acquired acquired Dial Soap in 1960. Greyhound. Yes. Greyhound. Greyhound. So for three. You, you killed that. I'm sure you know all about the history of Dial Soap and Greyhound buses. <laughs> but we 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 were. Uh, I, I was I was told by uh, Ben Crawford that th this would be a fun thing to talk about with you. Can you elaborate on any, anything Greyhound related and Dial related? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Anyone who's followed me or like knows me and Ben Crawford to go way back to like my senior year and him and I have gotten really like really close. He's one of my best friends and um, uh, he first invited me out to his house after the state meet, no, after NXN senior year because um, he hosted Dumile and that year he wanted to make it like the biggest it's ever been. So he invited Cooper and a bunch of people to come out and he was like, we're like, we'll buy you a bus ticket. You can stay down here and we'll send you back home on a bus. I was like, all right, like, I like traveling. I was like, <laughs> if, if I don't, if you guys are going to provide all that stuff, I was like, of course. So I went and then Cooper, me, like Cooper's group of friends, Ben, me, we all clicked. And then, so we, we made another visit down the line and he was like, yo, like, um, can I get you a bus ticket to come down? I was like, yeah. And so it eventually turned into a thing where like every time I'd go visit Ben, it was on a Greyhound and um and when we'd go up to Cooper T would just pick me up. But what, yeah, what, I, year, what year was this for you? Like how long ago was that? Or like what was that senior year of high school? Senior year of high school. So it was like four years ago. Damn. Yeah. I, I didn't and I didn't so know any, uh, Ben Crawford's been kind of I guess networking for that long. <laughs> yeah, but that that's that's it. awesome though. No, yeah, so that, that was my method of transportation to down to Ben's house, Greyhound bus. How, how far away was that trip? Oh, it was so long and shitty. It was like six hours. Yeah. Six hours? Yeah. Have you ever ridden the Mega yeah. Bus? What was that? Have you ever ridden the Mega Bus? No. 
Uh, maybe that's just around in this area. And that's it's a super, nice one, isn't it? No. No? <laughs> it's similar to, to Greyhound, but I used to take them to Indiana all the time, and my God, they're horrible. Yeah, I, I've, I've done yeah. Greyhound from uh, – it was it was from Atlanta all the way down to Gainesville, which is like a five hour drive. It's an eleven hour Greyhound. Yeah, it was a twenty hour. It's like a twenty hour yeah. Greyhound. And Megabus I, Indiana. I, I I remember, uh, you know, going in there, you see all sorts of characters, obviously, and so yeah, it's, like, it, there was like a perfect okay. number of people for like each seat in each row, and so I was like, this is great. I had like a big bunch of stuff, and so I just had my my laptop there, my bag. Uh, going down to Gainesville so I set it all there and everyone's good and then right before we leave there's this guy who came in with with a cookie monster uh cookie monster pajama pants and this bag of clothes like he was like Santa Claus walking into this bus and I was like all right he can pick any single one what's it gonna be and lo behold he goes three rows down sees me he's like hey can I move here so I'm like can I sit here and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> I just like put all my stuff on it on my lap and he just sat there with his trash bag just shoved against me my I'm like six foot three you gotta sit next to the trash can that's why that's when nobody ever sits next to you I always just sit <laughs> no. next to the trash can because nobody sits there yeah. but there was yeah. a lady on the way back from Indiana one time who you can only buy two seats um, for yourself. You can buy seats for other people, but she didn't buy seats for her family. She was by herself. But she said that she bought seats for the entire the entire back row, like the entire <laughs> yeah. thing. And she brought a cooler with ice in it, and she had a fan that she plugged in to the uh, to the outlet and was just laying back. And people had to stand up for the rack. She would not get up. Really? Yeah, I was wow. like, man, this lady's sorry. Um, Oh, you don't have to get into the Megabus and Greyhound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's such a getaway of, it feels so, it's not comfortable at all. No, no. it's like if you just got out or, or visiting. It, it makes you appreciate cars. and For sure. I remember this lady who was sitting by me was like, literally just got out. She'd been in for 15 years and that was her first time out. I was like, dang, this is, yeah. I'm happy that I'm just going to visit my family. This lady was like, this is probably the best day of her life. <laughs> um, hopefully. But uh, so on the next question, it says in 2015, the women's high school record in the 100 meters was set at which meet and ultimately landed this girl a professional contract. I read that incorrectly, but do you know what meet I'm talking about? The state meet? No, Arcadia, 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 Arcadia. It's very similar. It's similar to Arcadia. It's very fast times. You went there. Um, it was the Brooks PR meet. In 2015. Oh, Candace Hill. Candace, Candace Hill. Hill. 1098. Maybe put a, if I, I would have put that again, we were scrambling. Anyways, I, whatever. I read it incorrectly. It was my fault. I'll take I, I think I wrote it wrong. You maybe you also spelled Brooks wrong. You're right. Anyways, <laughs> so go go going to um Brooks PR. And we originally <laughs> I, I wrote this because I thought this was where you had met like uh Cooper and all those guys, but I guess. We, we learned that that is not true yeah i know right when you're saying that i was like shit <laughs> <laughs> but what was that experience like i mean obviously coming from like you know maybe like a smaller distance program where you know nobody's kind of used to kind of getting that national attention or being able to compete for their city or that or their school on that level like how was that you know being able to compete at like literally the best distance meet in the country that's easy one of my best memories of my life because get there I had to qualify through a race I didn't get an invite I knew I wasn't gonna get an invite like my, our, my senior year was so fast that um you needed to be like sub 850 later we went to Mount Sac relays I won that race and um 
damn, like, my junior year, I told myself, I will go to Brooks somehow. Like, I need to make it happen. Um, and then my senior year came around, like, Cooper had ran four flat, and all, like, DJ Principe, um, oh, yes, I, 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 gonna be there. I was like, the FOMO I'm going to have if I don't make it there, <laughs> kill me. Um, but I made it there, and then just, like, being able to, I don't know, it's, it's a special feeling when you say you're going to do something and you do it, and then you, like, get to experience it after just, like, seeing, like, videos of it and hearing what people talk about it. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, the same thing people say. They treat you super nice. You all the gear. You stay in the dorms and feel like a little mini professional. And, yeah. Um, it's just fastest people in the country, which happen to all be your friends, and then you meet new people. Yeah, it was it was sick. Mainly because the jerseys. That's all I ever, like, really wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Did you run the mile that year or was it two mile? This is the two mile. The two mile is always insane there. Did Drew run that? Was that when Drew won? Or no. Drew that, that, that was uh, when I, my senior year. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, and I know you said that was your best running memories. Um, has anything beat that? Because I know kind of everything's relative. Like, obviously, you've ran faster. But um, kind of like, yeah, like, what, what, what are some similar experiences you had, if, if there are any, or is that the top one? I'd say... I think the one that tops that off is winning, like, the Mount Sac Relays 2 mile to my ticket there. And then it goes NXN and then Brooks, those yeah. three. Um, I'm just waiting for the for the right moment, like, where I finally have my break during college. Because, like, I haven't really done much. And, you know, last year I was going to have a really good year, but then everything, so, sure. yeah. everything just kind of went all over the place. So. Now I'm just waiting, but um, as of now, I haven't really had a, like, I mean, moment. obviously, like, you've ran, you have some, like, pretty respectable PRs, um, but, you know, it is, it is college, and it's, you know, way more. Yeah, no, I, I, just, I just know that I'm a lot better than what I sure. uh, performed at. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, you know, you, c- you should kind of always have that mentality, yeah. regardless. and there's always time, so yeah. you'll be good. Yeah. Um, but again, like being at Brooks and something like that is, is probably a pretty cool experience. And like you said, just knowing that there's like things outside of your local competition, like which, yeah. at, especially at like that level is, is like a pretty cool thing to experience. Uh, yeah. I guess it just made it more special that like people from my area, it's, it's a rare thing that someone can like be really yeah. good, let alone be one of the best in the country. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I, I, because I, I I've raced at a uh, Fresno, California. Um, I think when I was a freshman in, in high school, and I mean I don't I don't know about like the sorry in college, <laughs> freshman in college. My bad. It was at the junior junior championship, whatever. But uh, I mean I I don't, I don't know much about like the, the culture there or anything. But I will say it is hot, and <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's many too many good places to run. So, that's no, respect to you, for sure. Well, the next question that we have, well, it's because I completely made this statistic up initially. I thought I was right, but then I looked back and I was completely wrong. So we've changed the uh, question a little bit, but it still makes sense. We've covered uh, the the topic a little bit, but you'll get it. Um, It says, what is the most expensive college town in the United States? The most expensive college in the United States. You got this. Mm -hmm. I think in either D.C. or Portland. 
Well, Col- okay, no. so so I, I'm going to define college town for myself. Yeah. Um, I guess just a city that's main infrastructure is around a college. Because so, I came from Tallahassee, which is, although it's a state capital, it's not much of a state capital, but I would say it's a Florida state college town. So, yeah. I mean, that just proves it's a bad question. But yeah, anyways. It's, it's in Colorado. It's in Colorado. There we oh. go. Oh, uh, Boulder. Yeah, Boulder, Colorado. It's also the fifth most expensive city in the United States, which I which thought is, it was the second. So I lied. Yeah. I was going to say it was the second most, but it's expensive as hell. Yeah, and that's, that's very rare for a town of that size. Yeah, I remember when I was there just like looking at houses, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is not realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, there. Just to go off, I was looking at Zillow briefly before this. One point two million for some one-bedroom houses in Boulder. Wow. Yeah, come to our neighborhood. You can buy the entire block for one point two million. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, just kind of we've we've are piggybacking off of what we've already talked about a little bit with Boulder, but um, it seems like I don't know how long you guys were there. You guys were just kind of making content constantly. Um, but during COVID, did you guys ever go back or was that just for the summer? Uh, I, w- I was out there like around April. So kind of like, okay. Uh, August, but um, I mean, Cooper, Cooper and like the Oregon guys, they went and they left and then they came back again. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that, there was just a lot of, there was a lot of teams out there this summer, like Notre Dame, NC State, oh, really? random, like, here, here we go. Iowa and stuff. What, what was your uh, the the favorite Ben Crawford video or the favorite run you've ever done for that channel? I would say the one with Rachel. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't that it was with Rachel. It was just like I, I ran a lot of miles that day because I ran with her and then I ran with the boys and um, yeah, it was just like really good company, like Steve and for sure. Yeah. Well, what's crazy about Boulder, when I was out there, we, I was just on a run with my friend Henry, who was running for Tenman briefly, and we just, like, ran into just, like, we were on this random path, and there was, like, two, three dudes who had run, like, 403 in high school, just, like, jogging <laughs> along. I was like, what the hell? Like, you don't ever get to see that in Atlanta, especially when I was growing up in Atlanta. There was no running ever whatsoever going on, um, and so just going out there and, like, people were like literally cheering you on during runs, which I think is like just the culture is just so much different, um, which just makes it like such a crazy place. I would love to live there if I could afford it, but also I'm a wimp with yeah. the, I do not like the cold. So I don't know if you can do the cold. We're f- I, 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 I went on a run and it was snowing there when I was there for like a week and I'd never run in the snow. And I've always wanted to see if I could get the little frost. Oh, on your eyes. Oh, like, yes. uh, it, it didn't work, but. Yeah, it's I think it's too dry there. I was run, when I lived in New York. I remember it snowed pretty much every day. But um, when I was like first started, I remember the first time I went for a run when it snowed. I slipped off the curb and just slammed it in my tailbone. I was like, dude, I'm dude, I'm moving back to Atlanta. <laughs> this is horrible. I hate my life. It was like negative sixteen degrees. I cannot do that, dude. dude I, n- n- neither can I. Literally, the exact same thing happened to me. I think it was like five minutes into my Georgetown visit, the Florida boy coming up, and there's like this big yeah. puddle of ice that everyone's like walking around, and I'm just like, "What are you guys doing? Just go ahead, just fucking just like like." It, it was a kind of straight out of the movie Elf. I just like flipped out and slammed <laughs> my head. Dude. I broke my toe on my Georgetown visit <laughs> on my run with the kid. Oh, oh my god, we have so many stories from our Georgetown. Visit. I know. <laughs> Ev, do, do you have any stories from your Georgetown visit? <laughs> No, unfortunately, they didn't want to take me out to a party because they said it was too cold. They said it was too what? Um, 
too cold or the... oh, too cold i think they're too vulgar i was like what yeah they get down they get yeah. down in georgetown but no i just remember the the per diem that they give you for that trip is a lot of money yeah dude. oh it is i remember they were like, like this is real yeah and, and then they were like yeah but you can only spend it on food and i was thinking just like literally blowing it all and stacking it in my suitcase and that's what I did, it. dude. That's what. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm out of college. Who cares? Nobody listens to this. That's what I did it in college, dude. I would just take all my pretty. When I was at in, the SEC, gives a lot more pretty than the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> like it's nuts, yep. dude. I remember going to. I remember I went to Mount Sac. There's only four of us went to Mount Sac. first year. They gave me like five hundred dollars to go to Mount Sac. I was like, I need like twenty bucks. I'm going to Wendy's every day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I used to just stack it. But that was when I was in like my. I think everybody's stealing everything from me phase because that's what happened in high school. And I would accuse all of my roommates of stealing money from me. So <laughs> shout out to Sid Vaughn, who lives in Flagstaff right now. I apologize if I ever yelled at you for stealing all of my money. And <laughs> one of my shoes one time. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, Cooper tells me the per diem they get, and I'm like, I can't even yeah. imagine what they get at Oregon. At Oregon, I, I went to the wrong school. I mean, just that whole, uh, I wonder what their locker rooms look like. Like now they're oh. insane. They're probably crazy. I might, I might put on like a, like a, a disguise or something <laughs> and take a visit, go to like a high school meet, run like, I don't know. Yeah. We're like 148. It's like, Oh, like Oregon recruit me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see your locker room? Visit. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to their locker rooms at, at Oregon? Uh, no, not yet. Not, no. Yeah. I'm hoping to get it right at some point though. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like dress up like a janitor and just be like, oh, just grab the door. Yeah. Like, oh, or if I you just put on back. the quarters up, your assistant coach. Yeah. Exactly. They have kind of assistant coaches. They're probably like 70 people working on their track team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that do you guys, I know like in a lot of schools, like when I was taking my business when I transferred, a lot of the schools, like, Georgetown's locker room was like a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. I don't think they had a locker room. They did. I think it may have They didn't show it. me. But, uh like some of them like shared locker rooms do you guys have your own locker room we do um it's not big at all it's just a little like a squared box yeah but um it, it does the job um but there's like the basketball team can get there's a door that we can go to the basketball team oh really so, that's like the same thing for us yeah 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 <laughs> they'll walk in sometimes and be like oh yeah we're gonna grab a couple towels i'm like oh go ahead <laughs> I know where they had the Xboxes Dude. at uh, Georgia Tech in uh -oh. the basketball facilities. So. Uh oh, okay. Well, I, I, I remember uh, since, since the basketball facility is like right next to us. I remember we were uh, uh, just like 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 after practice, the training room was right next to the locker room, so we're all like doing that thing. And the thing about our locker room is it was designed in like 1850 or something. Probably it before. is old. <laughs> and so originally they like weren't designed for to have like stalls in the uh, in the bathroom. So the stalls are really like. <laughs> Like you have to almost like stand on the seat or else I'm you five quit. nine and my leg I right. can't shut the door. <laughs> I remember and I remember since basketball practice, there was uh um they're having like NBA practice and lo and behold, Jarrett Jack, who's who's uh I think was in the NBA for like 10 years, a Georgia Tech legend, he came by and was like, Oh hey, like anybody know where the bathroom is? And of course, like one of the goofy kids in her team was like, Oh yeah, like follow me and <laughs> took us, took it, took him into our our shower while they were just like bunch of little naked white boys in the shower just like hey here here you go nba player and they and they opened the stall to him and he could like not even walk in it's so small and he just turned around and i'd never talk to us again oh really yeah they should have brought the campaign with tempo i used to see him all the time try and get him in there or poop he just oh, like, touch the wall yeah yeah 
our coaches have been reaching out. I don't know if you've been sending emails, but they're like, I, I was talking about this today. They want $2 million from the alumni to build a new locker room. I'm like, dude, get out of here. That is a, so much money. <laughs> Just pay for it yourself. Um, but anyways, we have one question left. It's going to take – well, this is from our most uh, – he calls in every single podcast. He's our biggest – I don't like to call fan. I don't like that word. He's our best listener. Uh, he was go. actually on the podcast one time. But this, he usually leaves pretty long um, you know voicemails, but this one's extra long. Right. So just just, just sit back and Sit relax. back and relax. This is one minute and 54 seconds. And it's about yo, five yo, seconds. Yo, it's the man, the myth, the legend, the OG. You know who it is. I don't have to say who it is. You know who it is. You hear my voice say, oh, I know who that is. There's young people. The bone man takes the bone zone every day 10 times out of 10, 11 times out of 10, 12 times out of 12. You know what you see? That's why I am. That's why I am. That's what I do. I call on the, my favorite podcast, my good friend Dave, homie Zane, and whoever the special guest happens to be. Each week, sometimes there's no special guest. That's how it used to be when I first started calling in. But everyone else wasn't Avery and Zane, wasn't there, wasn't there. Different group. I was a junior high school. So you know, I was a <laughs> Oh, my God. But now we got guests. That makes me happy. Me, young B bone, bone man, the bone zone, takes the bone zone all the time. And I, 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 I just got this question. It's been nagging me. And I, I actually asked it a while back, and uh, Avery said it wasn't good enough. No, Avery, I'm gonna ask it again. I'm gonna ask it again. I'm gonna ask this question. B bone, bone man, bone zone. My question is: After a run, or a bike, or a swimmer, any type of hard appreciate you calling in but my, I have to, to keep my uh sound thing open i have to continually press on the screen for it not to lock because that's happened about 500 times so my arms are very tired from holding the phone up number two you called avery your good friend and you called me your homie so i see how it's gonna be <laughs> you just severed our relationship buddy i hope you're listening right now because you've uh really showed your true colors and i'm upset at you and uh, it's things are never going to be quite the same. But besides all of the uh, drama, drama, a lot of drama just happened. Did you hear the question? He said, "Bike, run, <laughs> whatever. What is your favorite snack?" So, what as absolute hammer of a question? Great question, <laughs> one of the worst. Um, but I will say, because he just called me a homie and he called you a his good friend, best friend ever. <laughs> I'm not going to take this question seriously. I was going to say something great, something with, you know, that's going to help with protein or carbs or, you know, whatever <laughs> healthy things are. But all I eat is chicken tenders, buffalo chicken tenders every single day of my life. <laughs> so that's what you're going to, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say best recovery. Do you say best snack? What is it? Anything. anything. You, for you, it's pre, post, and during. Pre, post, and during. Buffalo <laughs> chicken tenders uh, with a side of fries. Um, with uh, what kind of dressing? You dipping no, that? You're dipping it in more buffalo sauce. You get it. You get okay. a side of buffalo sauce. Fair enough. Fair enough. Talk to me about that. 
Or you could get, dude, my mouth is legitimately watering. You can get the popcorn chicken. What'd you say? I said mine is too. That's basically what I had today. It was just at a Thai restaurant. It was just really spicy fried <laughs> chicken. I'm going to eat fried chicken later. Well, I think that was a great answer, Zane. Yep. So, Bone, you're not going to get anything from me, buddy. Homie, buddy. Now, not, now, ever. That was an absolutely loaded question. I don't know how you're going to answer this. How are you going to follow that up? But what is, you know, give it to us. We're wondering. <laughs> we got to know. <laughs> My favorite snack. Does that have to be a snack or just something I enjoy eating? Any after a run, specifically. Which could be Bubble Jingle. I mean, I could, I could fuck up anything. I love food, but... If I had a choice after I showered, had a little dumbass protein bar, um, <laughs> when, when everything is open, I love chicken wings. So Thank you. similar same. to you. I do um, guys but the same wavelength. There's this place here in Portland. It's called Fire on the Mountain. And I'm pretty sure it's just a Portland thing. It's a really small business, but it's very quality wings. Um, best things I've ever had in my life. And I can, I can eat them, those things all day. Wow. What's it called again? Shout them out. Fire on the Mountain. I want to, I want to get a sponsor by them in the future. I've, I've messaged them on Instagram several times. <laughs> in well, don't stop. Keep so, that up. Going off of, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some good wings here in Atlanta. Okay. I'm going to sit back. Let Go me, ahead. Okay. Go for it. So obviously Atlanta is known for its wings. The number one wing in Atlanta. Lemon peppers. And, it, let me stop. That's, okay. Sorry. You said you're going to stand back. You're right. Best friend. Um, homie, it was from a Vietnamese place called Nam Phuong, and that is a fish sauce wing. It's a fried fish sauce wing. It is so good. It's not spicy, but you can make them spicy, and it comes with a big side of rice. And they have the best pho in the entire world. I've been to Seattle, the, the Vietnamese district. It is so much better than that. Shout out to Nam Phuong on Beaufort Highway. Woo! Should them to sponsor the well, podcast. You should. Well, the best food. You know, I've talked to you about this before. You know my favorite taco spot. You know my favorite food in the world is that carnitas taco from Marquette Acapulco. The place you take me to? Yes, I take you there all the time. Everyone hates that place except for you. It's, it's ridiculous. so good. <laughs> oh, my God. What's it called? Marquette Acapulco Itacaria. It's a little Mexican market. But you go in the back and you have to order around. It's like a dollar a taco. The carnitas taco there is dripping. It's the best. It's dripping? That's what you. That's what I want. You took me. It's dry. Ricky, Ricky took me to this. Ricky, who's who's? From Mexico. Yeah, but he took me to this spot. It was a dry ass when he's talking. No, you got it mixed up. Yours is dry. His is dripping. No, 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 yes. Yours is dry. His I'll, is dripping. I'm going to send you both of these. His was like, I'm going to It was bad. Fun fact, I was born in Acapulco, Mexico. Oh, really? Wow. That's why it's the best. That's why it's the best. And you can buy the meat from the butcher right next to the spot where you order. And it's so cheap and it's so good. And they have paletas and they have everything. <laughs> oh my God, I went to yesterday. Yeah. Um, anyways, the Albert, best chicken tenders in the city in Atlanta, in Inman Park, little five. <laughs> out, the little Zane special. You already know what it is. Side of fries. Zane, I think you just you took a bull by the horns right there for a good thirty minutes. Wings. That was pretty good. Wings. Come on. You I can't go. follow that up. You say something. I can't follow that up. Avery only eats like kale salad. You know what I'm gonna say? Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? What? This is different from you guys like your chicken wings. All right, I respect it. I respect it. But after a run, that's not what I want. Okay, I, I want to feel good again. I want some fuel, some high, some dense calories. But not only that, 
I want some energy. So I'm going to go take take my white ass to Dunkin' motherfucking donuts. And I'm going to order shit. Oh, 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 I'm going to get myself a big and toasted. I know about big and toasted. You know about big and toasted. Everyone knows about big and toasted. All right. It's it's the it's it's arguably the, the cheap, the the best <laughs> lowest price or highest calorie you can buy. It's, it's two about, pieces of Texas toast. Three eggs. Three eggs. <laughs> And that anyway so I, I like the big and toast i don't thing. like chains that's my whole thing I don't really like and that's chains. fair that's fair that's fair you know that's fair i mean i i wish i had a more fun answer but this one's just true from the heart yeah from the soul dunkin donuts and i get a medium iced coffee with um whole milk because i'm not a beginner I'm not a beginner and uh the vanilla syrup flavoring and i've been getting that ever since i was a freshman i feel like i'm leaving somebody out for wings that's why i'm like sitting here i'm like dude I, I swear I'm leaving somebody out. We're we're just we're just taking the taking the wheel of this podcast and just going yeah, wherever we want. Yeah, but that's the whole point. No, I know. I know. I just I just feel bad for oh, every little bit because we're just talking to each, each other. But anyways, I know that's, that's fine. <laughs> well, um, and the last oh, no, I'm just kidding. I was gonna be like, we can end the podcast. Yeah, but I was gonna be like, and the last question is who's gonna be the motherfucking president of the United States on motherfucking Wednesday, bitch? And you say <laughs> it's like. That's it. And, Mr. Then and I'm like, that's it. That's what we need to do. All right. That's the best. All right. Yeah. We'll do it then. All right. You will you, put it in because I know you're very uh, iffy on politics <laughs> stuff, political stuff. I'm not. I want the 15 year olds to know. All right. Go for it. Yeah. And the last question that we have is um, who is going to be the president of the United States and the vice president on Wednesday, January 20th at noon? All of my little Trumpies out there that hate me, <laughs> Mr. Joseph Biden That's right. has outvoted your damn Tito bloated gobble chin puff ass <laughs> president. And now you got a weak, I mean, he sucks too. Don't get me wrong. Kamala Harris, he also sucks, but they suck a little less than Mr. Trump. I think they suck a lot less. And there's a lot of things that they've already done to roll back all the crap that the Cheeto has done for the past four and a half years. And it's just getting worse and he's digging himself into a hole. And if you, I'm not going to, whatever. I can go into this for 25 years. Everyone in the government sucks. So I don't matter. Yeah. Well, at least we, uh, we got the, we got the better, the thing that will actually help people post a heart purple. Now um, I won't be deported. What'd you say? I said now under Joseph, I won't be deported. Yeah, well, that's also very great. And it'll help the dreamers, which is something that Trump did not do. Yeah, no, if, if Trump would have won, he would have abolished Doc and guess who was about to be back in Mexico? Lil Ev. That's crazy. <laughs> well, everything happens for a reason. We you, will. You, you, you know who's uh, here on Doc that would have gotten abolished that would actually destroy me on the inside and out? Ricky? David Dobrik. David Dobrik? Yep. Really? He's oh, from he's like. A he's from. Oh, really? S- uh well he's done like slavia or something slovakia he's from slovakia oh anyways that's pretty well so that there's me adding nothing to the conversation that was good okay here we go i mean i don't really know anything about that kind of stuff but anyways so thank you for coming plug the number thank you thank you for coming on the number is 646-780-9218 ask questions just like b-bone did but maybe a little bit more creative he delivered it very well but uh, you know, I, I guess it was a good question after all, because we got into it. So here's the thing. It, sometimes it is all about delivery. And if you're a good orator, orator a good speaker, <laughs> then you can make anything sound interesting, which B-Bone ended up doing. But call in, text in. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. We hope you didn't waste too much of your time. 
Um, Thank you for having me. No, it actually added some quality to my time. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, on that note, anything you want to say to the uh, the audience? Nah, not that I know. Yeah, right it's, it's always tough getting put on the spot like that. So on that note, thank you so much. And uh, hope all you enjoyed listening.